this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm on another level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Next Level Living, man. Jeremy, Chris, Mike, we here. How y'all feeling? Talk to me. Man, I don't know how I'm feeling, Jay, about you trying to rush Toby off, off, the, off the sound like that. Me and Toby was vibing for a second. Oh, you want, me to, you want us to bring the music back? You just have to get my I'm, little schedule, huh? I'm just saying, bro, I'm always down for a little shimmy, huh? Oh, Okay. <clears throat> All right, just make sure everybody listening, you shimmy your way to Atlanta, April 30th to May 2nd for the next level speakers conference. You feel me? <laughs> that part. That part. In case you didn't know, to all of our listeners out there in the listener world, our next level speakers conference is for anybody that wants to be an inspirational, professional, motivational speaker. You want to be a thought leader. Um, you want to be an author, entrepreneur. Like this is the place to be. Crazy panelists, crazy speakers. Crazy energy vibe. Three days of game, April 30th to May 2nd, right here in Atlanta, Georgia. And we ain't playing no games. Get ready for the sound effects. This year, we having it at the magnificent Marriott Marquis. Stop. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, that's a different one. Yeah. Like, and here's the crazy thing, right? There's a marquee in like every major city, like Atlanta and Chicago and LA. But yeah, it's going to be the Marriott Marquis. It's going to be special. And I'm really looking forward to it. Y'all ready to get it? Bro, let's do it. Level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. <laughs> hey. hey, hey. <laughs> no doubt. I'm ready. No doubt. Level up from last hey, year. So look. It's going to be even more epic. So I'm excited. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Hey, I, I thought about something, man. I think I think I want to talk today about, you know, um, what would you say to your younger self? I was recently at a panel. Um, shout out to my man, David Shans, the Social Proof Podcast. And uh, we did, they did like a special like dinner panel and they had Chef Beasley to come in and he he got crazy lamb. I'm going to have him whip that together next time y'all come in town, right? But, mm. you know, we was eating the food. We was on stage on this panel and we were talking about parenting and adulthood and and the question came up. They was like, yo, what would you say to your younger self like before you had kids? And so I would like to pose that question to y'all. Um, not the kids part though, right? Mike was about to be in panic mode like, you know what I'm saying? But like, not what would you say to yourself before you had kids, right? But what would you say? Hey, y'all want to hear a funny story? No side like, Let's be silly. Just bro, this guy, bro, bro, if y'all can't hear the shade with the sun out. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, but watch this. You want to hear something crazy? Do you know for the first like seven years of our marriage, Tracy just knew 
she just knew that I had some bad little babe knocked up years ago. She just knew one day somebody was going to knock on the door with somebody before her and be like, yeah, so uh, me and your husband had a thing years back and this is his kid. I, I asked her and when we had a, we set up our 12 year, I said, well, babe, ain't nobody show up and knock on the door. I ain't got no 15 year old running around here. She was like, you're right. But she really thought that. <laughs> Oh, she just hey, she just knew somebody was gonna show up <laughs> on the scene on some. I need some money for college, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, I just thought that was funny. Now nah, you gotta be so, you gotta be smart about that thing. Them sense cannot find you out. You got you gotta leave that Guatemala, man. You can't be letting a green card to get um. Oh, no, oh, no. Is this thing? <laughs> I, I, it was a quote that no. I was reading from. Yeah. from a, it's That's crazy. Right. Talking it's about, it's crazy the type of stuff you see on the shade room. It's, ty- it's this crazy I'm type sorry. of stuff you see over there. I just, I just heard about, I just heard about a guy, you know. <clears throat> so you're gonna be a deadbeat dad in Guatemala, is what you're saying. That's that's what it, it sounds. You're like. not a deadbeat until you're notified. No, you know your story. Un- anyway, let's, let's until stop. until Actually, you're no, notified, you're not a father. So that sounds ask deadbeat-ish. Ask, ask that's, that's Mari. Like, like you just ask a deadbeat Mari. human if you don't want to know. Ask Mari, Crystal. Don't. This is not. No, no, because there word. are some that's like, it's almost, it's almost like Mari. having a speeding ticket. Oh, uh, or well, maybe not a speeding ticket because they definitely had to hand you the ticket, right? The but, you know, some people have a warrant for their arrest and didn't know. Well, you're not a fugitive because you didn't know there was a warrant. Now, once mm-hmm. you know you're a warrant, like yeah, now you a deadbeat fugitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank no, you. No, but if okay. you, if you, Agreed. if not, if you put in the work Agreed. and you you know what you do. Then no, that's you not true. To, you need to it's a well, bunch of people that play in the ball the Okay, I was about to go somewhere else. That's why I'm check not. Check this out. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're, good job. We're, so we're look, on the same page. There what we go. What would you say? There we go. It's gonna be a quick one, y'all. It's gonna be a shorty but a goody. What would you say? Like when I when they asked that question. What would you say to your younger self before you had kids? Like, I want to pose that question to y'all. Like, what would you say to your younger self? Period. Right? What advice would you give? I'm gonna go uh, to Chris first. Right? What advice would you give um, the younger version of Crystal? Maybe the 16 year old version of Crystal. Maybe the the 18. Maybe the 22 year old version of Crystal. Maybe the 25 year old version of Crystal. Right? Like, what would you say to your younger self? Well, I think starting in high school, I'll probably say, and it, it, it sounds cliche, but I would say like, it's, it's going to be okay. Um, because hmm. it was tough, like, you know, growing up in a certain environment and not seeing a way out because you hadn't seen other people necessarily do that. Um, I would say like, it's going to be okay. And you really can do whatever it is that you you want to do in this lifetime um stay stay grounded spiritually because it's going to come a time where it's shaken and you're going to question the existence of god in your life um i would say know that this heartbreak isn't going to define you know that each situation is in fact going to make you stronger even though it doesn't feel like it in the moment um mm. And when you lose hmm. one person, that don't mean you lose everything. It just means that you change the way, you know, you change, you change the the person, but that experience you have with that person is still there. Um, I would say you're going to make yourself proud 
and you're going to do things that you never even imagined for yourself at this age. Um, opportunities are going to show up and you're going to build relationships that are more valuable than you've ever even thought you could have. And hmm. I would, yeah, I would just say always believe at each moment in your life that, that there are better things to come, even if it doesn't feel like it in that situation. Even if you're afraid of your future or you're afraid that things may not turn out the way you want them, they're going to turn out the way that they need to. And that's what I would say to myself. Hmm. Mike, what would you say to your younger self? And you should be proud of me right now. No, I shouldn't, Jay. That's the the standard. Respect is just a standard. I'm not proud of you for being respectful. Nope. No, Jay, you don't get a pat on your back, Jackson. You you just you just get to be respectful, and that's just a standard. Just like I would normally do to you without applause, you know. It's all good. It's okay. Thank you. Go for it. So what I, what I would do, what I would say to my younger self is I would ask myself a few questions. Right. Um, number one, I would ask myself, who do I want to become? Right. Number two, I would ask myself, how do I want to become that? Um. I think a lot of times I tell myself statements and I don't ask myself enough questions so that I can go research and actually put my focus into a place where I can actually become the thing that I'm desiring. I would ask myself hmm. questions of what it is and let give myself grace to figure it out with a focus and allow myself to make mistakes while attaining for a certain thing rather than making the mistakes of just not knowing where I'm going. So I would ask myself, what do I want to become? Um, that way I'm stabilizing. Um, do I want to be a Christian? Do I want to be a, a man of faith? Do I want to represent my family? Well, do I want to make sure that people coming after me have an easier life than what, than what I had, or than the people before me had an opportunity to have, um, I would ask myself, what do I want to do in this life? Who do I want to impact? Who, I, who do I want to help? Is helping even a priority to me? Like these are questions that I would want to want to ask myself. It would really help me out a lot in terms of my focus um, in my late teens and in my twenties, that would really, really help guide me and help me be on a, a straight and narrow path. And then the last thing would be, what are you going to do to obtain it? Um, and then I think after, after I realized what it is that I want to become, um, and what I'm focusing on, what am I going to do to obtain it? And I think that would allow me to really put my focus in specific areas so that I can become what it is that I want to become. Um, would I start reading more instead of just um, watching TV on my in my free time? Would I only be playing sports or would I be giving myself uh, time to actually work out on specific things of myself that makes me feel better? It makes me more active and more able to get through the day. Um, would I be more of an encouragement to my friends? Would I step up? And be the person to ask for forgiveness first when I understand that that's a character trait that I'm building in myself rather than just sitting with the feelings of pride or reactiveness um, with with simple situations that I think won't won't come to build itself up to something later on. Um, These are things that Mm. I would actually do to myself. um, uh, These are the questions I would really ask myself um, early on so that I can truly be focused on the person that I ultimately want to become. Y'all deep, boy. I wasn't even on any of that. I'm on, bro. I would have got into Bitcoin back in 08. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would have got into, uh, I would have started building a business credit. I'd have had about an 835 credit score by now. 
Mm. Yeah, no. Nah, what would I say to my serious? No, nah, I was being serious though. But what would I say? I know to you my was. Younger, I know you was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He definitely bought yeah. his bag for sure. But but I but I think I think depending on, you know, I think depending on how I. What I would say to myself at 18 is different than what I would say to myself at 25. And that's Absolutely. different than what I would say to myself at 30. Um, sure. But I think that I would, the biggest thing I would probably tell myself is you are going to grow up and you're going to be a beast and you're going to make a difference in the world. But in order for that to happen, in order for you to really be effective, you're going to have to go through a lot of pain and so get ready for it. Mm. I, I would probably tell myself like to begin to work on your perspective now because mm. this is something I'm doing now. You know, I'm in my 40s and I'm still like, you know, having to work on my perspective. So I think for me, beyond the business advice, beyond the financial advice, like there's so much I know now about the speaking game and about um, about marketing and about branding. Like before there was any of that though, before there was even a, Jeremy Anderson Group LLC before there was even nonprofits and other business ventures and and all of that in the states and you know what I'm saying all that stuff like before there was any of that when I was just 28 29 30 when I was just 25 like I think I would tell myself like you know the the world is yours you can have it you know what I'm saying but are you willing to pay the cost you know what I'm saying? And I think I would have to have a real hard conversation with myself and just really be like, yo, what you're about to have, what you're about to experience, what you're about to embark upon, it's, it's going to cause, you know, saying you to sacrifice a lot. Like I, I had a conversation recently with God and I felt like, yo, God, I feel like you breaking my heart. And God was like, bro, I'm not breaking your heart. I'm building your soul. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing something deep within you. Mm. that's taking you to another level. And I'm like, yo, God, why would you give me all of this, but you won't give me that? And he was like, bro, I don't want you to be spoiled. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I'm trying to strengthen something inside you. I don't want you to be a spoiled brat. Like I can't give you everything. Like I need I need to have you keep coming to me. I need you clinging to the cross. Like I need you all the way tapped in with me. Like let me be your source. Like let me be your strength. And so I would probably like tell my younger self like, yo, you know what I'm saying? People are going to look at you and see what you've see what you've attained and see what you've gained, but they're not going to see the pain. You know what I'm saying? That it took for you to be able to be trusted with that. If you're about and, to make um, an album, Jay, just say that. that. Huh? If you're about to make an album, just say that. You rhymed effectively just then, bro. You was oh, on man. That's man, the spirit. Let me tell you something, bro. I, okay. I got bars for days, Mondays and Saturdays, but I ain't I ain't trying to go there right now though. I want to stay on course, you know what I'm saying? Fact. Even though I can run real fast like a horse, but I just I just want to really just get back to the topic at hand, you know what I'm saying? Even though you my right-hand man, but I I wasn't trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do the podcast <laughs> even though I got rhymes like okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? Everybody calm down. You ain't know the podcast goes down, down, but yeah. <laughs> My yeah, my God. I forgot what I was saying. Ain't no beat, but I'm still slaying. But look, just know you you was on, um, just know you was on a roll, and they can always rewind. So shout out to them. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's it, man. I um, I um, yeah. I don't know, man. I I there's a lot of things I would do differently. Yeah. You know, 
Um, but some of those things that I would do differently would not make me who I am today. Exactly. Does that make sense, Chris? Yeah. Like if like if I had changed some things when I was 20 or 25, there'd be some experiences, there'd be some lessons, like there wouldn't be some things that I wouldn't be able to have today. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So there was a balance where, you know, I don't, I'm not upset of the past. I learned a lot from the past, but I would extend grace, you know what I'm saying? But I would, for me, whatever I would tell my younger self, it would be more so in preparation. Does that, does that make sense? Yes. Yes. That's exactly that. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying too. And I think all of us kind of spoke from that place of, of preparation. You know what I'm saying? Like not really trying to change nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to change what I can't control. Does that make sense? I'm not trying to change what I can't control. Um, and I think you actually touched on that too. You said it's going to be a lot of pain that's coming your way that you will be preparing yourself for. You like, so you will be working on your perspective. I also don't want to change what it is that I can't control, but I do want to change the person that I am in the moment. So that when what I can't control happens, I'm not, I'm not shakable. I'm, I'm, I'm still solid uh, d- despite what's going on around me. So yeah, I, I feel hmm. it. You know, I don't know if I don't know if the younger I thought you know what I think about I think about that commercial with LeBron James. Y'all seen that commercial, right? When he's in his bedroom when he was a kid. Oh, and sorry. it's like the new the the current LeBron James, the 22 oh, LeBron. Yeah. He's talking to the, you know, the one that he was still in high school. That's my That's dad. He was like, man. You say what? That's LeBron's my dad. Charlie worked on that commercial. I can't hear you. I can't hear nothing you saying. Probably work on that commercial. Oh, fire, fire. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, I love it. I think, you know, I think Bron had texted me when they was there. I, I ain't trying to name drop, but yeah, like that thing, man. Wait, when I seen it, I was just like, yeah, I mean, you know, we've, I, you know, I fooled the ghost. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. What did you actually say? Because I didn't yeah, hear it. I said, you know, Bron had texted me. When they was, you know, doing the joint, but I, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. LeBron so, who? I'll say this. Huh? <laughs> I'm just going to add. Um, it's only one LeBron. Right now, Jeremy Slash. Did you, did you say LeBron or Leroy? Yeah, Bron, yeah. Because you know what they're doing with, you know what they're doing with the entertainment, Spring Hill Suites. I, again, I don't want to get into that because I, I can't disclose too much. Let me just say this here. When I saw the commercial, I was just like, yo, this is this, this is like, yo, what would I say to the 20-year-old Jeremy, the 25-year-old Jeremy? Right. Like, it, but I but here's the thing. Let's keep it 100. Would that Jeremy even receive it? Hmm. Like, bro, I've had I've had my navigator now for maybe a year. But before I bought that, bro, I was in my 2006. Ford Expedition, the window, the right, the passenger window, the driver's side window couldn't roll down. Y'all, I could have been pulled the escalator off the off the catalog lot years ago. But my purpose, my identity wasn't in that. Yeah. So even if part. I went and told my 20, the 20, the 22 year old Jeremy that, or the 25 year old Jeremy that was renting a Cadillac, renting a Chrysler 300, renting a Mercedes every week, just blowing money. I could have bought a car then. I was just on some. I want to have the newest of the new. After after a few weeks, I'm gonna get some new. Like that was so dumb. Even yeah. if I would have told that Jeremy, like, hey, bro, your worth and your value is not in, you know what I'm saying, how many babes you can smash, like how many whips you can drive, like your worth and your value is not that. I don't know if he would even receive that. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so I don't even like if I really went back, you know, and, and we and could be get, could, because that game was given to me. But at that time, I couldn't receive it. And so hopefully for our young listeners out here, hopefully y'all are hearing what Crystal is saying. You're hearing what Mike is saying. And, and I'm and I'm going to ask you in a minute, Chris, to get ready. So get ready. But I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to give some advice to a 20-year-old or an 18-year-old or even somebody that might just need to hit, to hit the reset button, right? You speak to the ladies and the same thing with you, Mike. But like, I don't know if I would even receive because I had OGs giving me some game and some game I listened to them and some game I didn't. And I and I knew better, but I just still had to scratch that itch. I still had parents hit me all the time. This is one lady. She go to um she go to this church and she be hitting me like, can you talk to my son? I'm like, for what? My man that heard me preach three or four times. He told me I'm his favorite preacher. She's like, oh, he just got shot. That's the life he want to live, though. Ain't nothing I could tell my man. My man that got shot doing the robbery, and he's still like, hey, bro, I'm going to get to the hospital. I'm going to come hear you preach. I can't tell him. My man going to have to go through his go-through until one day it clicks, right? Go but, through but his go-through. Some, like, I promise y'all, man, I was not smart enough. You know, there are some people that can hear a word and be like, let me get my life together and let me change my ways. Before some, I wasn't that smart. I was like, oh, yeah, I know better, but I still want to be on some dumb stuff. Just because I'm immature, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, okay, I've done butt my head a few times. Okay, now I'm like, okay, now I want to really get my life together. Sometimes it'd be like that. So I can even really say if I would even listen to myself, mm. you know what I'm saying? But for those of you all that's listening now, there are some things that I've experienced. I'm going to give you some game. There are some things that Mike has learned and experienced, but we're going to go to Chris first. Like, what would you say to someone, Chris, that might be where you was or maybe a younger person or even an older person right. that need a word? Like, in 30, 60 seconds, like, what game would you give them? I would say figure out what you really want and not what you're willing to settle for. Um, oftentimes, mm. we we say, oh, this is a good path because it'll, you know, make me stable. It'll give me a little bit of money. Like, it'll make sure that I'm um, secure. But, like, is that what you really want? Because you spend so much time working for whether yourself or other people that you never actually attain what you want if you don't know what you want. So I would say, write down all the things you like to do, all the things you love to do, all the things you would do and not get any sleep doing. And then just, just start connecting the dots as to what you really feel like you're called to do. And, and again, not just what you're willing to do. And so that's, that's what I would say. It took me some time to really figure that out. Um, but once I figured it out, I was like, okay, I'm good. I have clarity. I have any questions about what it is that I want. I think figuring out what you want is the biggest thing is figuring out what you want to go for. So before I go to Mike, let me, let me understand. Let me understand correctly. So you would tell them to not go after like what kind of life they want to live, but go after what makes you happy, what you're passionate about. That's what you would tell them? No, Mike. I would say don't go for don't settle for a life that is like content or like something that you feel like is okay, but go for what you really want and all the other pieces, like let let it figure itself out on the way. But I wouldn't say start out the gate just going for something that you're just gonna settle for that doesn't really make you happy or excited to do every day. 
But see, all right, so that part can be tricky because there are some people that's like, yeah, I'm not going to settle. I'm going after what I really want. But sometimes you got to work up to that. Like You might have to get that fast food job. Like You might have to work at that factory. Then you might have to work at that call center. Like You might have to settle for that. So what would you say to the person that's like, I hear you, Chris. I want more. I just haven't been presented with that opportunity. It's like some people are climbing the corporate ladder. Some people are climbing like the purpose, the life fulfillment ladder. And it sometimes takes a while for them to get there. So yeah. what would you what advice would you give that person that's like, I hear you, I want that, but I don't, I'm not in that position yet. So I, it's like I kind of gotta settle. Cause what we don't want, and I'm sure you're not telling them to man, don't take that job till you get that dream job. Cause no, 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 no. Gonna ask I'm you to pay no bills. No, it, it's gonna be a path to getting there, but know what you want. So if you know eventually I wanna be financial, you know, have financial freedom, I wanna own my own company, okay. So what all does it take? to have credibility in that field? What all does it take to have discipline in that field? What all does it take to get there? Once you identify what you want, you can walk backwards and say, okay, these are the things that I need to do. These are the people that I need to meet. These are the connections that I need to make. These are, this is the finance, the finances that I need to have. And once you, once you uh, get to those, like connecting the dots, then you can get to that point, but it's going to take a, a, it's a path to get there. And you have to chart out hmm. goals. You have to chart out your schedule. You have to put calendar stuff in there, reminders. You got to do all these different things in order to right, attain right, it. Right, right, right. But just knowing what you want versus something that you are just going to settle for, like two different things. You, you may have to work, again, like a different job in order to get what you want, but you know it's on the path to get into what you want. But you're not just working right. to what you what you're settling for. You're working towards what you want. In the process, you're doing other things, but you're still on that path. And so that's what I'm saying. So I heard you say two gotcha. things, um, Chris. I heard you say two things. And I just and I was just talking to a friend of mine that kind of just goes into what you're saying. And he said, Mike, a lot of people in the world just want to be rich, especially from coming from where we come from. A lot of people just want to be rich. He's like, but we don't even understand wealth. Right. He said that when you are finally rich, you're able to do with whatever you want to do with your money. Like, that's how you know that you're actually rich. You can you can choose to do whatever you want to do. You want to take vacations. You want to go ahead and buy nice whips. You want to get you a nice crib. That are, okay, now you're rich. Like, all right, cool. You can stunt if you want to, or you can live the life that you always imagined. Like, you're rich now. He said, but when you're wealthy, you can do whatever you want to do with your time. Oh, y'all listen to me. Mm. When you're trying to figure out your life, and ultimately, if you're looking for peace, you have to figure out what it is that you want to do with your time. So we're not saying that you don't work the hard nine to five. It's saying that the time that you have available to yourself, what are you going to do to maximize these moments? How are you going to prioritize your time to make sure that your peace is consistent and that your heart is actually prioritized above these things that, that are tangible that you think that you might want in this moment? How important are those shoes opposed to your peace? How important is your is your p parents' health uh, opposed to opposed to this new car or impressing or getting these chains and doing these other things that might impress somebody else in this moment? How how much is making this money worth to you, knowing that you don't have time left available for your family? What what means the most to you? Do you care more about what you can do with the money that you acquire from giving your time away? Or do you care more mm. about the time that you now have accessible to do as you will? Because that's where your value system is. Over the last seven years, I've been flying all over the world. Money has not been a priority of mine. My peace has. 
So I've been going mm. out with experiences and I've been able to do some things over the last seven years that a lot of people who make the money that I, that I was told to go into careers to go do have hit me up on the law and said, Mike, I'm jealous of you, bro. And I'm sitting there like, no, you're not. I know how much money you make. And they're just like, Mike, I can't, I don't have the time to do the things that you do. Yeah, I make good money, but I've done these things and I wish that I could go, go here. I just love how you just up and pop up here. And it's funny because I was never doing this to compare myself to people. I was just desperate for my own peace. I was desperate to be true to myself. And in the process of that, I've had people that I thought were the standard according to other people's beliefs hit me up and tell me that they wished that they were doing some things that I was doing. So I want people to understand, like, mm. you go after what means the most to you. And if you don't know what that is, then pause, step back and find out. Would you rather be wealthy? Would you rather do what you can do with your time? Or would you rather be rich and have everything that everybody else is going to applaud you for? Just something to think about. Mm. Mm. And in closing, the way my brain works, I want it all. Mm. You feel me? Like, I don't even want to have to choose. You know what I'm saying? And so I, love I feel that. you on that wealth piece. Yeah. Like, yep. I want to be able to do whatever I want with my money and with my time. I love it. Like, that's what I'm on now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yep. I don't work Fridays no more. At least I say that. It seems like I always put something myself on my calendar because it's hard to shut it off. Next, I'm cutting Mondays out. Miss me to if you don't catch me Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, like I'm on that. Like I want I'm on time. But Tracy just told me, Mike and Crystal, and so I'm gonna tell y'all right now, you can meet us in one of the cities. But Tracy said she wanna spend the whole month of December in South Africa or in Africa, period. She's like, We're gonna go to Cape Town, we're gonna go to Zimbabwe, we're gonna go to Durban, Johannesburg. I'm thinking like like what, like my girl is to a point now, she's like, yo, I'm good. We done worked hard. We done put in this time. Like I want to spend the whole month in Africa and make it happen. I love so it. So when you say, Mike, like, yo, you know, you, you have a whole bunch of money, but you have time. Like that's real wealth. Yeah. I talked to one of my big homies, Jamal. Shout out to Jamal out in Chicago, real estate mogul, nine to five millionaire. That's my guy. Jamal took me to dinner in Chicago. We downtown Chicago breaking bread. I said, Maul, bro. How many streams of income you got? He was breaking down all the different businesses, all the different companies. I think he stopped at like 16, 17. I'm like, that's crazy. And Jamal, you know, he appeared part of the, um, he's on the Secrets of Success podcast, you know what I'm saying? So they are as well on the Residence Network. Shout out to the Residence Network. So he hey, was bro. just like, bro. Hey. Yeah, he was like, hey, it's not, the question isn't how many streams of income do I have? The question is how many streams of income do I have that doesn't need me to be involved in it? Mm-hmm. Changed my whole life. My man was like, bro, I just listed 16, 17 different businesses. I'm only involved in a couple of them. The rest yeah. of them, he called the mailbox money. He's like, I got CEOs, I got COOs, I got people handling it. I built it, I put up the capital, I put the people in place, I'm out. Write the check. I create jobs. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, I don't create jobs to create another job for me. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, Insert explosion head emoji. You feel me? I'm like, yo, (laughs) this is great. That that conversation changed my, I will never forget that. That was one of them conversations I'm going to be reciting to my grandkids Mm -hmm. in about, you know what I'm saying, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Like that's one of them conversations like I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, bro, I want my time. I want my freedom back. So if I gave anybody any game out here in closing, 
is ask yourself, like, what kind of life you want to live, right? The purpose, I feel you. I feel you. Like, there's a purpose. We all have purpose in life. But then you got to also ask yourself, okay, what kind of life do I want to live? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to attain? What do I want to do for a living? And then mm-hmm. what do I want to do for purpose? That's different. Some people are really blessed. Because what they do for a living aligns perfectly with their purpose. Yes. But there's some people that are people that are like, nah, I'm, I kind of manage uh, a staff at a hospital, but that's not my purpose in life. That's just what I have to do. My purpose is actually when I get to work one-on-one with these nurses and speak life to them. You know what I'm saying? Like my purpose right. is something deeper than that, like the volunteer work. So I would tell people to figure out like what you want your life to look like in the future. And, wh- and, and then here we go. Not just put a plan in place because you don't, you don't be knowing what you're doing. Find you a mentor or two that can help you get there the quickest. Somebody that's been there and done that and then shadow them, model them, get the game from them and implement it. Right. Because I promise you to all of our next levelers out there, like your dreams can come true. You can travel the world. You know what I'm saying? Like you can. I done seen, you know what I'm saying, Crystal at the Rock Nation brunch with Jay-Z and Diddy. I, I done seen her, you know what I'm saying, in Dubai. I done seen Mike. In, in Paris, France, and Italy, and out riding camels in Egypt. Like, I don't see my people, y'all. Why y'all think they on the podcast, Next Level Living? They mm-hmm. living life on the next level. Like, don't play with it. It's so many levels to us, not just what we do day to day. It's so much more we tell y'all about. If you want to live your life on the next level, like, what sacrifices are you willing to make? You know what I'm saying? Like, what challenges are you willing to overcome? You know what I'm saying? What excuses are you willing to stop making? What fingers are you willing to stop pointing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what mirrors are you ready to start looking at and saying, I'm putting my focus on you? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, do all my brothers and sisters out here, to all of our next level is out here. You are not where you want to be in life, not because of nobody else or what they did for you or what they didn't for you, do to for you for you. You are not where you want to be in life because you ain't handled your business or you have not been given that opportunity yet. I promise mm-hmm. you, my success or my downfall will not be contingent on nobody. God told me a few months ago, he said, bro, you ain't in competition with nobody but yourself. The mm-hmm. flesh, bro. The flesh, like that's the only yeah. person you in competition with. You in a competition with no other speaker. You in a competition with no other program. You in a competition with no other dude. But you in competition with the flesh. Can you keep whipping that flesh every single day? Can you keep submitting to the spirit every single day? Can you keep taming that beast within? Like if you can do that, you're going to keep winning. I was at this thing, Masters of the Game with E.T. and some of the homies. E was like, yo, we are all beast amongst beasts. I heard God whisper to me, psst, psst. Jay, in order for you to continue to be a beast amongst beasts, because this is like a high-level um, mastermind with all high-level CEOs. God said, in order for you to be a beast amongst beasts, you're going to have to tame the beast. That's the only way you stay at this table. That's the only way you stay in this circle. My man Chris messed me up when he said, brother, Roman Empire, years and years ago, the Roman Empire was the mightiest empire on planet Earth. Could nobody right. touch the Roman Empire? Could nobody stop the Roman Empire? There were no armies that could come together that could attack the Roman Empire. You know what killed the Roman Empire? Themselves, their greed, their lust, the fornication, you know what I'm saying? Like all the sick stuff that they was doing, the corruption within broke down the Roman Empire. God was like, bro, you want to be a beast amongst beasts? You want to go to the next level? Tame that beast within. So to all my people out here you want to go to the next level you want to really evolve and grow you know what i'm saying embrace the pain look at the man or woman in the mirror make the adjustments that you got to make so you can really experience next level living and we'll see y'all next week let's